Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? We'll tackle this uh, probing question and more on today's School Talk. I am Daniel, and with me, as always, the impenetrable Lindsay Wallace. Uh, (laughs) I think I meant to say incomparable. (laughs) No, it's great. I'm a fortress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... And we have a very special guest today. We've been like all guests all the time lately with these apps, mm-hmm. which is nice because like, we don't have like to a, do anything. Real, real thing. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have with us today Rachel Weary. Is it is that pronounced right? I should have asked. Go oh, fuck. All right. Well, <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> okay. So far, so good. Uh, calling in from the mid middle west with Lindsay. you guys are in the same time zone right oh yeah yeah oh yeah central baby wow yeah must yeah. be nice i'm burning the midnight oil over here it's late yeah. <laughs> sun's about to go down yeah i mean it really kind of is it's, it's fucked about up man two hours yeah i hate winter um yeah no but it's been a minute like i think was our last episode together the one with your brother Lindsay? Oh boy, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we kind of skipped the Christmas holiday, but this is kind of a holiday winter. Episode. Yeah, this is yeah. a catch-all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is our so. winter solstice and possibly spring. What's that one called? Uh, oh, Equinox. Fuck. Thank you, God. Yeah. I just I can't talk it's anymore. Good. I don't no, know. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it feels. Apropos, because we have a guest, which is a very special occasion for us. Right, so, right, it is. Rachel. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and, well, yeah. Would you like to tell us anything about yourself or the listener, which is, I guess, you usually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and me, maybe yeah. one other person. Mike's mom. <laughs> Mike's mom. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Well, this yeah. will be new information for her. That's yeah. David, Grace, That's Maddie. Right. Don't forget them. Oh, yeah. We're getting wow. up to the We're double digits here. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing great. <laughs> um, yeah, so about me, uh, my name is Rachel. I live in the Milwaukee area. I live in Fox Point, a Ooh. suburb just north of the city. Um, uh, I don't know. how. I, I feel like I'm, like, meeting someone at work, and I have to, like, tell them my history, but I guess I don't yeah, have to do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run down that CV. Uh, tell me everything on your resume. Where do you um, see but... yourself in five years? Oh, God, I'm not. <laughs> I have no ambition, so I don't know. But, Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we were, um, Lindsay, you had asked beforehand how Daniel and I know each other. We actually met through the magical Discord for web crawlers, <laughs> the, yeah. the podcast. Um, and yeah, we've been uh, chatting on that. Well, it's been a couple of years now, right? And, yeah, yeah. Um, like I feel three. like this is the first time we've just really just sat and talked and uh, 
face. Right. Like, yeah. whatever. You I know. I should have said in that. the invite, like, camera's <laughs> optional, but I guess it's nice to see. It's not like a work thing. Not, where, I'm yeah. having a good hair day. So yeah, we'll I know. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember um, it being so curly, you know, but. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been doing stuff with it, so nice, nice. <laughs> no one cares, but. Um, yeah, so that's how Daniel and I got to know, know each other, and um, I've been listening to to your podcast and enjoying it. And embarrassing. Well, what got me into it was listening to like the um, you know Grace and, and oh, David yeah, and Maddie's right. episodes yeah. because we, they, we also met them yeah. in the Discord. So Great. yeah, it's a good group of people. Yeah, it's I'll like say, my best friends yeah. now. No offense, Lindsay. No, yeah. I. <laughs> I know. Um, and then something interesting. Most people think is pretty interesting about me is I'm a food scientist, mm -hmm. so I'm a product developer, and mm -hmm. so I do know a lot about food. Um, I don't know. If, I told you this, Daniel. But I don't know if you told Lindsay about the Honeycrisp apples. No, because we're talking about those on a previous episode, and whether they were like engineered, basically, mm -hmm. and the University of Minnesota invented it. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. You're right at the birthplace. Well, of, thank you. Of right. the honey <laughs> This is thank a you. beautiful segue into our apple segment, which is the only <laughs> segment that I have anything prepared for today. Um, and I have apple questions for you guys. Ooh. So <laughs> I, well, now I have so many questions. But... Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we could. It would be very off-topic for our podcast, but I feel like an episode all about food science amazing. stuff would be really it's cool. It's so cool. Could I, you just say yeah, ghost would, every couple of minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then sometimes a ghost has to uh -huh. face the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, just to make sure you capture uh, We have to make sure the food's safe so it doesn't kill people and turn them into ghosts. Into ghosts. Go-go-go-ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but okay, yeah, I've been through. having I've yeah. been having a great fall since I feel like we haven't talked for a bit. So I'll just catch you up on the couple of great. months of Apple experiences yeah, that I've been having. Don't skip a detail. I won't. No, I won't. All right. Yeah. Let me open up my diary. Yeah, there go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've you know I've been getting my 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 classic apples from McLeaf's Orchard in Pennsylvania at my farmers market. It's been great, and it's just been another bountiful season uh, for Evercrisp apples, which are another. Uh, apple from the Midwest originally. They are they are the other name for them is Maya One, which is an acronym that stands for Midwest Apple Improvement Association, and it was the first apple they bred. Um, and I think that's I think they're in Minnesota too, but they Probably. might they might be Indiana or something. I don't remember. Oh, Daniel, one thing. Let me give you a piece of advice. Sure. We're talking about the Midwest. Never confuse Indiana with any one of the other Any, states. It's not the pit. The pit. There is a reason why it is. They call themselves the crossroads of America. The crossroads. But it's because, yeah, you drive through it to get to better states. Yeah. It's, and I'm from Sorry, Ohio, sorry Indiana. I'm telling you, Indiana. Yeah, no, I know. I believe me, I know. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's from somewhere. I should have opened the Wikipedia before I started talking about it. But they're such a good apple. Um, and that reminds me that we had found, I, I, I finally, after all these years of talking about apples in this professional setting, found this website that's like all apple ratings. 
And and I I for the love like of God, wine ratings. It's, like how they give one. <laughs> it's very wine, funny. Like a four. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty I good. Love that. It's called AppleRankings.com, and it has like a search function, and you can just type any apple you in, and or any apple you want in, and um, they like do not like they rate the Evercrisp as a seventy-six, which is pretty good, and they call it the Jawbreaker, <laughs> which I like because it is very firm. Uh, it is not tart at all. It gets a zero out of five on the tartness scale. It is just all sugar. It's like you're biting into a piece a of candy. Boy. I am a little sugar <laughs> baby. Um, it's really good. Oh, it is. It is from Indiana slash Ohio from 2017. Okay. It was first bred Maya one, and it is a cross between the Honeycrisp and the Fuji, taking the mm. best characteristics of both and turning them into a beautiful, beautiful incredibly shelf stable apple like i that's why the that's why i'm still buying them in january because they grew them in the fall when all the apples grow Mm -hmm. but like these fucking things you just put them in a fridge and they'll last for like months so they refrigerate them at the Uh orchard and they just bring truckloads of them every week and they just still have them they grow some they grow a lot of them now because they keep so well they can keep selling them for months it's amazing i mean you cut into it and it just dust puffs out yeah. You know, but it. But <laughs> other than that, they're really just crumbles, like the turkey yeah. in uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but they really. I I can't explain it, and I have actually. Baby's first apple shipping experiment was a success. I shipped some apples recently, just two, just to see what would happen. I had to mail some other stuff to someone, and I said, you know what? I'm going to see if I can sneak some apples in that box. See if they make it there in one piece. And they did, and they were still delicious. So, Lindsay, wow. I, got, I got my – I guess it feels stupid to send a bunch of apples what? to Minnesota because – Birthplace. Yeah, you know. Love but I, I could. If you want me to, I could probably send you some. I've been doing some research. The Priority Mail flat rate medium box, it's like twelve seventy five <laughs> or something like that to ship it. And I get the apples for about one sixty a pound because it's thirty five dollars for a half bushel, which is about twenty one pounds. So <laughs> yeah. even with the shipping, if you can fit enough of them in that box, because the weight doesn't matter, if you can fit enough Make of them in that cheap. box, it's probably cheaper per pound than like a shitty grocery store apple. You know, that's yeah. like going to be like close to two fifty three dollars a pound. So I'm just amazing putting okay. it out there. You, know, okay. you can probably get good local apples though, so it's less of a concern. But yeah, if well, if you go to the co-op. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, my own apple stuff, Rachel, you might have heard Ooh, of this. Thank God. There is an apple uh, that I've ha- I had like the, one of the best apples I've <laughs> ever had. Oh right. It's called Snow Crisp, I oh. think. <laughs> I thought it was First Kiss or something. What was that? Was that First a bad? First Kiss was good too. First Kiss was at the Minnesota State. Oh right, 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 right. No. Can't keep them straight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, doggy. They're whining about something. So I'm sorry. They want He's apples, man. They want apples. Or earlier, one of them dropped a bone and it made a loud noise. So I'm sorry about that. And my kids are <laughs> probably screaming in the background right now. I I can't hear them now, but I bet I'll hear them on the recording later. <laughs> oh. Well, my cat's asleep. So nice. Uh, 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 that's no crisp apple i'm telling you what it was like it was amazing and it was only there that one time yeah i was gonna say local apples from like northwest wisconsin and minnesota because it's a co-op and you know they're 
whatever. Ooh, it's not even on the Apple rankings website. You've had an Apple that this smug bastard hasn't had. That little rare find. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's what it's called. (laughs) 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 And it was, it had snow in it. Right. Did he rank first kiss? That's a uh, let me check. Let me check. I know one of the highest <laughs> ranking ones for him is Honeycrisp, which I like them a lot too, but I feel like they've gotten, they're on the same trajectory as like Red Delicious. You know what I mean? They used to be so good. Mm-hmm. And and Red Delicious, right? They used to be good. Yeah. Am a long I crazy? Because they used to be always perfectly crispy and like never mealy and then all of a sudden everyone's talking about how they're always mealy and i'm like am i living in an alternate reality i don't remember that happening but like suddenly they're not good anymore yeah i i read that i think it was oh my god i just looked this up to send this article to the same person i mailed these apples to and i can't remember where it was i know well Honestly, so this is another friend that I just met on the internet and through sharing a love of like being excited about fall. And then like I started talking all this shit about apples because normally when I do that with people, they're just like, okay. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like even the most Homer Simpson back (laughs) into the (laughs) like even the most engaged people are kind of like, that's interesting. But like they don't really you can tell it's a very one-sided thing but the enthusiasm was like off the charts like this this person knows a lot about apples too and i was like wow this is something else like i did not expect so i you know it was this has become a beautiful apple-based friendship you know we gotta get her on the pod gotta get her on the pod one of these days i'm happy you made a friend yeah well i mean you know i've been needing to have a friend for such a long time i've you know all these years like like, it's one thing talking to you, but, like, to talk to someone who you're really, like, you like and who you're friends with, you know? Really, yeah, know, it's just, it's a different feeling. It. It's a different feeling. Night and day, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, man, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's been a good, it's been a good season for apples. Terrible season for pediatric respiratory illnesses and, um, and respiratory well, illnesses in general. <laughs> Can we go back to the agriculture of it, though? Yes. So, sorry. It's fascinating to me. Um, So there must be some change there because, so you remember growing up, the trope about Brussels sprouts were that they were gross? Mm -hmm. Well, they did something with the agriculture of it, and now they're not as bitter, and that's why probably around 2012, all of a sudden you got them everywhere because Mm -hmm. they changed the way that they grew them. And so I wonder if it's something like that, or I don't know, what yeah. like the opposite of that that sort of making like too much of a, them being grown that made them I, not be as good. I believe the story, or, or sorry, are you asking about honey crisp or delicious? Sorry. Whatever. I don't yeah, know. Well, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Either, either, yeah. really. Honey crisp. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a similar thing where they got really popular and went from being like this. I mean, there's still there's still like a um. Oh my god, what's the word they use for it? It, they're like a premium apple. Like they cost way more yeah. at the grocery store and whatever. Um, but they, they're they're coming from so many more places, and there are so many more of them. They used to just be like these giant grapefruit size. They were huge, really and flavorful. Delicious. Yeah, and now I feel like you can still get big ones, but they have smaller ones, which 
on its face does not bother me because I think small apples mm. are great too, you know. I can't, All apples I are can't good. eat a whole one of those big ones. It's right, so like those filling. are like made for cutting up and sharing. And, and that's mm-hmm. like, I don't mind getting a big honker when I get my big half bushel of them because that's in my mind, I'm like, oh, we're going to have this as like me and my kids will <laughs> sit around and we'll cut it up and we're going to dip it in peanut butter. It's going to be so nice. Like it's like a nice... Like big honker thing. just really yeah. got me. <laughs> I love calling things. We, that's what we call. It. If my kids want to have like a full carrot instead of like baby carrots or cut up carrot sticks okay, with their we'll dinner, get you a big they say, hey, we got, "Let me get a big honker," and that's our thing. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so, I think they just because the demand got so sharp for them, all of a sudden they just started breeding them like crazy. And now, like, nine times out of Without ten. worrying about the quality of it, yeah. I mean, they're still that usually pretty uniformly firm. But, man, mm-hmm. like, sometimes it's just like you're biting into a water balloon. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, like, no flavor at all. Like, I don't know, which yeah. is a real bummer. Because that's, I think, with Red Delicious, the if I'm, what I can recall from the article is that, like, they used to taste pretty good. And then they really started focusing on the appearance of them and Mm -hmm. I guess also the durability. So that's how you ended up having these like apples that are like really pretty. You know, it's like a beautiful shade of red. They got that nice shape to them. They got the weird kind of very very curvy, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That beautiful apple shape. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like, but but like the skin is like an inch thick and it's so hard to chew through and the inside is just this mealy sack of flavorless shit you know and it's like you know yeah they like look great on the shelf they ship well they like look nice in a cornucopia or whatever like a still life but they're not for eating anymore you know they're just not for eating anymore and it's a real bummer yeah but at least we have the midwest apple improvement association doing the lord's work making new apples Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the they fact that this apple didn't exist, this apple that I love, that is like the cornerstone of my diet now, like keeps my <laughs> family alive, keeps fiber in our bodies, didn't mm-hmm. exist until 2017. It's like, it's younger than one of my kids and the same age as another one. Of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's Here's weird. Like I've, I don't know. Yeah, like I had lived a life by then. Like I was, I don't know how old I was in 2017, but I was pretty old, you know, like I, mm-hmm. 32 or 30. 30, I was 30, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, apples. Well, so I have my apple questions for <laughs> Oh, you great, guys. okay. And oh. we've kind of, you kind of touched We're on it. We're not experts, um, but. <laughs> no, these are preference questions. Ooh. So you talked about cutting it up for sharing. Mm-hmm. When you eat it for, on your own, do you bite into it or do you cut it up? I, what do you prefer? I like to chomp on them usually, but if I'm gonna, like if it's a meal and it's not just like, like if it's like a side and I'm having it as a snack or like as part of my lunch, but there's like a sandwich or something, I'll probably chomp into it. But if I am sitting down a lot of the time for lunch or for breakfast, or sometimes I have a little late breakfast that I call brunch. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say second breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been better. Uh, <laughs> But like I'll like sit down, I'll like cut up a really big one and then I'll like bring a jar of peanut butter and I'll just sit there and I'll like, yeah. you know, take a spoon and like put yeah. a little peanut butter on each slice. And, I, and it's like by the time you've eaten like 12 slices of this big apple with a big wad of peanut butter on each one, it's like a full fucking meal. You know, it's great. Like, yeah, just, uh, the best. <sighs> That's what I had for I, uh... brunch today. 
I like to chomp them. Mm, okay. Big it was chomper. a really big honker. Yeah. You got to chomp a honker. Feeling, feeling fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually just like the, yeah, chomp on through it. And uh, yeah. I have to um, make a correction for <gasps> myself. It is not a snow crisp. Oh, God. It's a snow sweet. Snow, snow sweet. sweet. All right. I'm going to check the website again. Somebody keep talking. Oh, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about my preference while you yeah. do that. Um, I, cut, I cut them up. Um, I think mm-hmm. this, even when it's just, yeah, just not even eating it with peanut butter, just I, some reason I don't like the, the act of biting into it. And then I feel like I really enjoy it when the, um, when the skin is still there. And then yeah. once I get to parts that don't have the skin, I'm like, I'm done with this. And then I don't eat as much of the apple. So if I cut it up, I get more of the apple. Yeah. And, yeah. and, yeah. and I think when, um, um, the honey crisps were really big. Mm-hmm. Um, my my late husband James, he would he would buy one, and he'd just slice them up into these thin, thin little yeah. like he'd take the time to just get them really thin, and then we'd share it. And, and so whenever I eat that, I you know I always think about that. And so yeah. uh, so that's the way I go. But then my other question for preference was um, room temperature or cold for Ooh. an apple. Oh. For me, it's got to be cold. I ah. love a cold, like ice. Like I keep my fridge cold, so it's like mm-hmm. ice, ice cold apple. So. I like both, but it's interesting that you asked that because I just got my apple restocking from the farmer's market like two days ago on Thursday, and I filled the crisper, and I, I usually have a couple extra that don't fit in there, and I'll usually bag them up, and I put them in a little mini fridge on the on my porch. And I haven't done it because I know that these apples are so stable that I'm like, mm, I'm being like lazy about it. They're just sitting in a crate in my living room. So they're room temperature. And I've been eating those because I'm like, well, I might as well eat those first because they're not being refrigerated and whatever. And it's been kind of like a nice treat to have a room temperature apple. Like, I don't know. It's it, like it you, It tastes a little different. You know what I mean? It's like how you, you like a beer, like you kind of taste more of it which is not always a good thing when it gets warmer, well, you know, like when, can... when things are colder, you can't, the flavor is muted. Yeah. The yeah. hotter things are that you get more flavor. Science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> Sensory science. Oh, man. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I've been really kind of, yeah, I, 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 I feel agnostic about it, I guess, but I, I can okay. appreciate them both. Cause sometimes you just want a cold boy, you know, you just want to. So, so, so refreshing about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> The crunch. How about, how about you, Lindsay? I honestly had never thought about that. Wow. So that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> the hard hitting <laughs> questions <laughs> I, I've come with. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> I, like, I like both. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I, you know, most mostly in Minnesota, we've been eating them room temperature. I don't know why. Um, it's cold enough I up there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our log stove in the corner over here doesn't quite make it to the kitchen. No, um, I think the there's something to that. I mean, there is obviously it's science, but sure that I've been tasting them more <laughs> at room yeah. temperature, so I'm kind of riding that wave. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun. It's kind of fun. I don't know, kind of yeah. naughty, kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it's like the most fun I've ever Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a room temperature apple oh, so the best <laughs> uh, a room no temperature sweet. apple though do you guys ever sprinkle like a little cinnamon or like pumpkin pie spice on your apple slices because that mm-hmm. shit's good 
I should. That sounds really <laughs> good, real especially good. with those those sweet ones uh-huh. that mm-hmm. that you like to eat. Yeah, Ooh, that sounds good. I almost forgot. We made a Dutch apple pie for Ooh. for Christmas. And we used these Evercrisp apples. And I remember thinking, ooh, because, you know, you usually use like a Granny Smith or something. That's something like a little tart, more very, tart. Yeah. yeah, very like opposite side of the flavor spectrum. And I was like, I wonder if it'll be like real fucked up and gross tasting. And it was great. Like, it was really good. <laughs> like, I was I was pleasantly surprised because I was like, uh, that might be like too sweet. Because, you know, you add all this other stuff to the apple pie and that makes it like you know yeah and i thought it might just be like way too sugary or something and it was pretty fucking good so these apples can do no wrong boy daniel (laughs) i and i did look up that other apple Lindsay. it was not on the website the other name the snow (laughs) snow sweet it took me to jonathan apple for some reason which it rated as a 39 or horse food um and i think i agree (laughs) Wow. Brutal. It, they okay. call it horse food on yeah. there? Yeah, this guy's really awesome. likes There's a lot of snark. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad. I'm them. so mad we didn't think of it first. Like, that should, <laughs> that should be our website. <laughs> really too bad. Oh, boy. <sighs> um, well, any other Apple questions or any other? Those, those, were, my, those were my questions. <laughs> Does anyone remember their first Apple? I don't. I don't either. Yeah, it's probably I it's probably red delicious. As a kid, yeah, probably yeah, red delicious were. Uh, my mom. Red delicious get... were my favorite as a kid when they were really good. Yeah, yeah, or when we just didn't know better. I feel like we didn't have options back yeah. then either. So like, I was ooh. really and still am really like icky about textures mm-hmm. and stuff. So I feel like I yeah. they had to had at least to be a better texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes I, sense. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, even now if I bite into an apple. Well I, I already said I don't bite into them, but if I cut into an apple and eat it and it's like yeah. mealy, I, I'm just I'm gonna throw it away. If I know an apple's gonna be mealy or if I suspect that, like if I get a bag of them from somewhere and I bite into one and it's mealy, I will say cutting them up makes it a little more bearable like it's still not great but like yeah the difference between like biting into a, an apple that's mm-hmm. mealy and like just kind of you know nibbling on a slice it's a little mealy, less objectionable yeah, yeah it just it's it buffers the i don't know it softens the yeah. blow it, it definitely softer blows the softness yeah uh, I don't know. There's... I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that when it's soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I don't. I don't. I, you know. <laughs> not that kind of podcast. I'm saying you have to do, not to you. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a pretty good, pretty good couple of months for apples. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, when you... Uh, it's the whole show. Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's that. All right, well, that's, that's our apple. time. <laughs> yeah. Apple a day. I mean, I got nowhere yeah. to be, but, you know, Daniel, you guys you might have Minnesota, some stuff. I'll take you on an apple tour. Oh, my God. Yeah. I cannot wait. I would... Find that lab. Minnesota in the fall is so beautiful. Mm. Oh my god! Because my, my brother went to University of Minnesota, oh. and I visit him in the fall, and the campus, like the leaves changing. Oh, it's just the only time I've there. ever been there was October, I think, of twenty thirteen. I think 
Pretty sure it was 13. My, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It yeah, was. that was a great October. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So good. My, <laughs> we all remember My sister-in-law October, yeah. and my wife and my brother-in-law all ran like some 5K, like Twin Cities 5K that was going on. And I remember uh, Couldn't the, be me. the mm-hmm. Caribou Coffee <laughs> mascot being there. And he was like a little, yeah. he was like a deer. It's pretty fun. It started in a diner. Like, Very real you know big memories. One is. Yeah. But yeah, oh. I always liked caribou. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, anyway. um, well, I know we kind of talked about this beforehand in the green room, but uh, maybe we can get into some of the stories. But I, Rachel was hinting at where she grew up, which isn't Ooh, Milwaukee. Spooky. But and I, Daniel knows, but I don't. I already forgot again. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So should I should I get into to what I what I've prepared for us today. Yeah, we'll just take off our headphones yeah. and come back in like an hour. Okay, or yeah, I'll just... Cool. Yeah. No, I'm sure I'll have questions if you don't mind. I love to talk, but feel free to interrupt me whenever. So, yeah, so I'm um, originally from the Chicago suburbs. Um, I grew up in one called Lake Zurich. Mm. Um, and my neighborhood, if, if, if you look at the borderlines of Lake Zurich, there's a little triangle that juts out at the bottom that actually has a Barrington mailing address. I know that's very interesting, but (laughs) (laughs) for the purposes of the- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Barrington, more people have heard of Barrington and people think of it's like the more fancy, like really big houses there. My neighborhood wasn't like that. It was just kind of standard, uh, standard suburbia. Um, But the reason why, you know, I have to, I have to admit I'm from Lake Zurich, but a lot of this location stuff is Barrington technically. Okay. Um, so this part of the suburbs of Chicago, it's kind of a little farther out there. Um, Google Maps. I'm going to follow Might along. take you about, you know, if there's not too much traffic, might take you about 45 minutes to drive into the city. Um, but at the time I was growing up, um, it's kind of like if you go just a little bit farther out, you're getting starting to get into some farm spots, um, mm. especially back in like the nineties and the aughts in the, in the aughts, we got like a nice outdoor mall. So you're starting to get stuff. And, um, but in the nineties, it was, you know, I, my brother, he's 14 years older than me. So he was a teenager in the nineties and he, they'd have to go pretty far to find anything to do. So apparently in they would call it Borington. (laughs) (laughs) Roasted. (laughs) So the neighborhood I'm, I'm, Oh, I don't know why I, I suddenly, now that I'm telling my story, I'm getting nervous. So I'm going to take oh, a sip no. of water. <laughs> You're the star. My mouth is getting dry. Um, okay. so my neighborhood is on, um, is on the intersection. Um, and I can say this because my parents just moved out of my childhood <laughs> home this year. Um, on the intersection of Cuba and Ela Road. Mm-hmm. And Cuba um, I'm zooming is kind in of a map, famously, famously haunted road. Oh. Um, I, so I grew up. So, and still there is across the street from the, my neighborhood is Cuba Marsh Forest Preserve. So yes. there's a lot of woods. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I grew, we could, I could walk there from my house and we'd walk around cool. and there's trails. Yeah. I think one time they did find a dead body in there, but it could have been um, like a suicide or, or like a heart attack or something like that. It wasn't like someone dumped a body there, but it was because yeah. it was like on the trail. Be terrible place to dump a body on the trail. So, (laughs) but very like a lazy place. So it could have been. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Uh, you know, it's 
it's suburban and built up. It's also a little more rural because there's woods and down down Cuba, there's like an alpaca farm that I found out in one of these articles was originally owned by Babyface Nelson, Whoa. who was because so there. This is kind of where, um, like Al Capone, they would all kind of come up mm. through this area because it's kind of like a good midway point from Chicago to Wisconsin where they c- could kind of like get away from the law or I don't remember exactly the reasons why they like to go up to Wisconsin, but yeah. there's that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It is kind of right. Does a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. I'm looking through my notes. I don't want to just read them, but I want to make sure I hit <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. I wrote down. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, the thing I find interesting about this, like I'm going to talk about is that, it kind of highlights how urban legends are, especially mm. in the age before the internet and like growing up. So this is what I had always heard. So there's two things about Cuba Road. So if you go from my childhood neighborhood, you get onto Cuba Road, you go west, and the second road you hit is Rainbow Road. I know, right? It's like Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's a very Rainbow Road. Don't, there's nothing to hold you in that thing. You gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, you just careen just right off of right it. Off. <laughs> it's um, and there's this property there, and you know, there's like big, wide properties there, but it's all wooded, so you can't really see except for like the gates. And so there was a property where people would talk about how um, there was an, an abandoned insane asylum on the property, and that it was incredibly haunted, and you could hop the fence and you go and look around. I was always too scared to do anything like that, but I would drive by it and be like, Oh, what's over there. But you can't really see anything. You just see the gate. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, and uh, would just kind of drive by there on my way to Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> you can kind of cut through rainbow road. It was kind of like a scenic route to go to a, a bigger thing. But yeah, so there's, there's that. And then I also remember maybe there was like a rumor about, Michael Jordan buying it, (laughs) which, you know, the 90s Chicago people are just the Jordan. So that's obviously not going to be true. But and then, you know, Al Capone was always a rumor in that. Um, So, yeah, so that was the um, rumors about that. And then if you continue down um, Cuba Road, uh, maybe another mile or two. Um, and you run into white, the white cemetery. It's called white cemetery. It is a small cemetery off the side of the road. You look like you re- recognize that name, Daniel, because I, yeah. Craig's corner uh, okay. on web crawlers, uh-huh. he mentioned going there. Was that the um, urban legends episode that was like recently? I feel like I just oh, yeah, heard I it. I didn't re-listen to oh, okay. it, but yeah, maybe yeah, he did was, talk about it. I think that's it. the one. Cause that, then, that's the um, only reason I would tells remember a story about anything. That. Yeah. So yeah, so this is all just in a couple miles of where I grew up. Um, it's kind of funny too because we had friends of the family who grew up in Arlington Heights, which is you know a good twenty minutes away. They also heard about these things, and you know, so it's kind of fun because and like Craig on on um, on web crawlers is talking about White Cemetery. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like that's like my childhood house. Right. Like, that is like yeah. right there. So it's just kind of funny that it's a little more widespread than I even realized when I was a kid. So I'll start by talking about um, the Rainbow Road property. So the real story, I found Mm. this um, article on WBEZ Chicago called The Haunting of 92 Rainbow Road by Jeff Ruby. He's going to get some citation there because that's where most of this is from. Um, So 
<laughs> this I put in here just because um, of a funny thing that you'll notice. Uh, so here's a quote from the article about the um, kind of start of Rainbow Road. The unchecked freedom led to inevitable violence from Rainbow Road's very start. In 1877, a farmer named Peter Davidson, wow. or sorry, it's not Davidson, it's Davison. Oh, but okay, okay. Pete Davison, basically. <laughs> no. and he was, this farmer <laughs> was angry that the nascent road was infringing on his orchard, built a blockade <sighs> along the road, harassed travelers, and ultimately shot a road commissioner. Sorry, shot a road. He ultimately shot a road commissioner Harmless named crime. John Robertson. <laughs> Through the chin, Ooh. shot him. Um, the shot, accidental, claimed Davison, mm. sent him to prison and the other guy to the cemetery. And I thought that was also interesting because um, basically if you go follow Rainbow Road through to the other side, that's big. there did used to be an orchard there when I was a kid. Okay. And it was the best place to go get apples uh -huh. and apple cider donuts. Oh, and yeah. then sometime like late 90s, early aughts, they uh, tore down and put up a subdivision. So uh -huh. progress. <laughs> so that was Is it? kind of a bummer. No. <laughs> um, so then loud. another. So also um, from the article, by the 1930s, every outlaw from Al Capone to John Dillinger seemed to have connections in Barrington, perfectly situated between Chicago, where criminals worked, and Wisconsin, where they played. So that's what I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> I was going to say um, that as like a joke, like where they played. And then it said yeah. that. <laughs> it's interesting, too, that the work is Chicago. And the yeah, right. And, <laughs> but back okay. then, I, you know, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what, what it was like. Vacation um, land. But yeah. Wisconsin does yeah, have like the Dells and Door County and some like really nice areas for yeah chilling so yeah i feel like people have lake houses there like, like yeah you know um okay and then so from the 1960s to the 1980s the 40 acre lot of land that um, is a lot is, of land the, yeah so that's this this um the 92 <laughs> rainbow road <laughs> it was on a former turkey and squab farm hmm. <laughs> was occupied by and, um, it was occupied by an extravagantly successful real estate developer and his family, plus mm -hmm. various staff, groundkeepers, pets and farm animals. Um, and then the quote is, the sprawling woodsy grounds were a cartoon wonderland that included a heliport, a six-car garage, a gas station, 50 phone lines, Jesus. two barns, a giant playground, an apple orchard, mm. multiple tennis courts, and a silo. And the family bought a couple of alligators for a pond on the property, and they used to wander into the kitchen. I'm like the '60s to the '80s must have just been nuts. Like I can't believe all that was in that, just like in the middle of basically at that point, it had to be like nowhere. Um. So this this is kind of where this stuff starts. So this family, um had a seven-year-old son named Billy. And in 1968, he was trying to climb a concrete bird bath uh -oh. and it fell on him oh. and he died. This was witnessed by his four-year-old sister, Carol, oh. and his older sister, you know, they didn't say her age, but it sounded like she was maybe around nine or 10. Robin um, was her name. She, was, she saw it through the window and mm. she says, quote, that she saw 
the bird bath lift up in the air, move over and just fall on his head. Basically saying that it like floated like, yeah. into the air on top of him. Huh. Um, so she says that the house was haunted and her bedroom was under the attic and she would hear something dragging itself across the attic floor mm-hmm. like all the time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That's a really gross way to describe it too. Yeah. Drag. Drag. Yeah. And, the, and, and that's like the verbiage they use was dragging itself, not dragging something or right. pushing things. Cause like my friend's um, mom has a story about when she was a baby and they would hear furniture moving around upstairs all the time in their house that was like haunted. Yikes. But this is, it's like dragging itself. Like, did, ugh. Yeah, like, like a dog <laughs> with a dingleberry or like, <laughs> like, a, like a torso with no legs kind of pulling itself. Like, what kind of torso with no legs, but. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going with the no legs, but the dingleberry, you know, so there's you know, you like gotta how a dog kind of scoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Could have been that. Maybe it's just a ghost with a dingleberry. <laughs> I had to Google what squab was, by the way. I was like, what the fuck is that? Isn't that another type of fowl? I, I think it's bird? pigeon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the, but they it's call the, it squab. <laughs> it's the it's meat what of we kings. call pigeon when it's on a menu. So you right, don't think you're right, eating pigeon. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounds about right. They're really um, the squab producers of California have got the, they've got it down. They're going to make sure if you Google marketing. squab, you're, you're going to see some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll be sure to do that later. Um, so in the '80s, there was this caretaker and his son, um, whose name was Colin, mm. who lived on the grounds in um, and and he said that he saw a ghost in his bedroom and chased it down the hall. And his quote from the article is that there was always the presence. That Ooh. place was crazy haunted. I like that. The presence. The presence. Ooh. Um, it's my new stage. And then in night, <laughs> yeah, I like the sound of that. Daniel B. Presence, <laughs> <The> presence <Tana. laughs> Um, so in, in 1986, the family moved out and the property changed hands, but was completely abandoned. Um, this is a quote from the article: "Raised on tales about phantom sightings around the nearby White Cemetery, which I mentioned." Bored teenagers who had heard rumors about the house on Rainbow Road for years stepped into the void. <laughs> so in the 90s, it sounds like this place became kind of a party spot for huh. teenagers. Nice. Um, who would, you know, who doesn't love as a teenager an abandoned property? I was always too scared for God, that yeah. stuff and too, too much of a loser. But Same. I did text my, my brother's. Yeah, I did text my brothers to see if they knew anything about it because, like I said, my oldest brother is 14 years older than me. He would have been the right age. And I could totally see him doing this, like going to an abandoned property to party at like 17. But um, he didn't text me back, but my other brother's (laughs) like, oh, yeah, I remember. (laughs) Yeah, 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 we're not very close. (laughs) It's rough. I did this. I honestly did this like yesterday (laughs) when I was like, oh, I I should have I just texted him right now. (laughs) Yeah. Man. Um, But yeah. Um, so in the basement, okay, so this is interesting. So Colin, who is the kid in the 80s, mm-hmm. apparently was one of the teenagers who would go back and party there when it was abandoned huh. and found it one time he went and in the basement, there were like pentagrams drawn everywhere and candles set up for satanic rituals. But it, you know, obviously most likely just like Teens. 80s and 90s teenagers just yeah. like 
having a goof and look at this crazy edgy. thing. Yeah. yeah, and adding adding to the lore of how scary Come it was. Um, and then over the years, the interlopers. I, obviously, this is a quote when when we're using words like interlopers. <laughs> no, no, I say that all the time. <laughs> I mean, I do love throwing words like that into things, but um, it's a you, solid word. Yeah. Um, I'll use it more often. Um, so they would report a strange sight around the property. A young boy clad in fire truck pajamas or blue jean overalls with a red shirt underneath. What? One of the super <laughs> one of the superstitions that took hold was that anyone who drove down the long driveway at exactly 37 miles an hour would mm. see the face of a dead boy. Carol, if you remember, she was the four-year-old who witnessed mm. her brother die, says, my brother did wear overalls all the time. Uh, so maybe it's the ghost of that little boy. Um, and when I read this, I kind of started freaking out because oh. my friend in high school, so she wasn't, I don't think she was on Rainbow Road, but maybe she was. I always thought she was on Cuba Road, but near Rainbow Road, was driving down the street in, at night and saw a little boy in a red shirt on the side of the road, just kind of standing there and drove by him and was like, what was that? And like he looked in the rear view mirror and he wasn't there anymore. Oh, no. And then, and then had was like talking about it on the bus or something. And our bus driver was like, Oh yeah, a little kid died around here. <laughs> and, and we were like, Oh my, oh my God. And I was going to bring that up as just like one of those fun yeah, ghost stories I've right. heard growing up. And then I read this in the article. I'm like, was it uh, Billy? Oh my, oh god. my god! So Billy I thought that was interesting because, like, I don't think we knew about that kid, right, and she right. was seeing it. It's, it's really crazy. So another interesting thing about you know, kind of like Colin going back and and partying there is Carol, the little girl. So she was really young when they moved. She never knew where all that happened. Mm -hmm. She was one of the teenagers who would go party there in the 90s, uh, never knowing that this was where all that stuff happened. Right. Like she didn't know yeah. the connection until she was an adult. So right, I thought right, that right. was so, really funny. Yeah. So weird. Like, yeah. When she figured it out. Like, yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was kind of just left abandoned um, for a while. And then in 2004, a real estate developer put together a deal to sell it. Um, and he said the legend surrounding the place had spread so far that he had to field inquiries from a production company hoping huh. to do a paranormal study of the people who were murdered at this insane asylum there. Murdered? Which, well, an insane asylum, yeah, which is the, right. the urban legend I heard growing up was that it was an insane asylum. It never was. It never, you know, that, that was just something was made up but i thought that was so fascinating that yeah. a production company had heard the same thing and it made me feel a little validated i'm like okay so i'm not crazy like putting things together that is what i heard was the insane right. asylum and so that i thought that yeah. was so funny huh. yeah um so robin the old you know the older sister she was quoted in the article now as saying there is a demon on that property and I swore I would never go back because I don't want to risk the demon inhab inhabiting me. <laughs> sure. Oh I, mean, I don't want to be inhabited family. either. Like, <laughs> right. Oh my God. And like, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. so yeah, so that's, 
that's kind of the story of it is that I guess it was kind of creepy from the beginning, but right. then that little boy died there and now got way worse. And then it was abandoned and anything abandoned is creepy. But I just thought it was so funny how then it becomes an insane asylum. That's right. And for Whoa. some reason I put in my notes, sandhill cranes. I just think if there's a lot of sandhill cranes around, it's around a, those areas, yeah. I would always see them. Huh. And those can sometimes look, like ghosts at night, I think. I'm going to Google a sandhill crane right now because I can't picture we, it. We were talking about big birds the other day, yeah. and it oh, is yeah. similar to a heron in size. Yeah, I've a lot of I've times they kind of and they have like the red. They're kind of um, what people say pe- people are seeing when they think they see Mothman. Oh, oh yeah, they have like red around their eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where I've like, heard of it. I say that, but you all know Mothman's real. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. And he's from Chicago. Mm -hmm. You all know that. I love the bears and the Mothman. What can we say? Sweet. He's always just looking for a deep dish pizza, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some of that some of that Luminati's and some Italian beef from Portillo's. Oh, sure. I understand these references. Chicago dog. Chicago dog. Yeah. That cheese well, when you, caramel when, popcorn mix. That's a thing, right? Uh, yeah, Garrett's. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, Garrett's Garrett. mix. Oh, <sighs> that's good. Yeah, you, you, you recovered there. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, and then, um, like I said, the, uh, the White Cemetery is a little farther down. I found a website called 365 Barrington and <laughs> an article called The Legend of, yeah, the Legend of White Cemetery and Cuba Road. And they kind of just kind of talked about the different things that people see there. Hmm. Um, so the big things that I always heard um, and never saw were orbs and glowing lights that would like float Ooh, throughout like the will of the wisp. Yeah. yeah, and like come over the fence and go along the road. Um, there were also accounts of hazy human-like figures spotted along the edge of the fence and lingering near stands of trees. They tend to appear and then vanish at will. Um, there have been numerous uh, witness accounts involving a phantom black automobile that appears yes. near the cemetery and an old that. house that is seen and then vanishes nearby. Right. I feel like the phantom black automobile is like a trope that went across the country. Like yeah, everyone yeah, had yeah. that with like the, the handprints that you would get on your back bumper if you stalled or, you know, just like different, like, I don't know that I don't, one. I, 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 you never heard that one. So I don't know where this is from, but I've heard it as like an urban legend. It must be a I Midwest thing, you know? Where it's like, if you go to that hill and you put your car in neutral and then it'll go up the hill and then later you'll see the handprints of the ghost that push you up the hill. It's just Sweet. one of those. <laughs> That's I don't know, hard I to don't push know. a car up a hill. That's a pretty, pretty strong ghost. Otherworldly, otherworldly strength. Mm, yes, exactly, yes, yes. exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. I ever heard that one growing up, but I just, I think it's something I've heard as an urban legend more recently. Yeah. Um, I- and then, oh no, go on, Lindsay. Just what you said about like the the house that managed and yeah. the car that managed. The house is a thing. Ever. I've heard of the house before. I've so, never heard that's so interesting. Yeah. So Here. it's interesting. So there, you know, it's this tiny little cemetery. It's really small, just on the side of the road. And there's like a dirt path, or maybe it's paved now, but I remember it being like a dirt path that you would like go on to the side, which is technically private property and you're not supposed to drive on there. But you know, that's where people would go and that I think that's where the house would be like kind of right next to it. Mm. And that's what the story that Craig told on web crawlers right. was he was there as a teenager 
they saw a house on fire. Right. That yeah. Disappeared. Yeah. And so, um, this is from the article I read. The house is believed to have actually existed many years ago, and legends say that it burned down under mysterious circumstances. Some of the sightings involve a spectral old woman that carries a lantern and flags down passing motorists. When someone stops and tries to help her, she disappears along the edge of the roadway. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone also said that uh, that they read that if if you enter the house and stay until the sun comes up, you will disappear with the house forever. Oh shit, for real. So- <laughs> All right, I'm packing my bags. Yeah. Bye world. <laughs> See you in hell, debt. <laughs> um try and find me. Yeah. So that that was I that was one of those things like my cousin and I when we were in college and she would stay with us, we would like smoke a little wood and then <laughs> drive around. Safe. But um, we would do that and drive around Rainbow Road and in the White Cemetery hoping to see stuff, but we never did. Damn. Um, I'm on this 365 Barrington website, and they got a pretty cool ghost pick in here, this little spectral figure standing next to the oh, yeah. stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I'll send it to you. I, I almost I'm sent that. Yeah, yeah. send, send that, because I, I almost sent it to you, but I was like, I don't know, is it Photoshop? But it is Probably. creepy. It's I mean, really whatever. creepy. <laughs> Hey, look, we don't care about that kind of stuff here. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty creepy. Yeah. So and then, White Cemetery, Rachel? So oh, yeah. I mean, I would drive by there all the time just for yeah. random, just having to go down Cuba Road. But yeah, sometimes I would go at night to try to see stuff, but I never did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a Ooh. tiny, it's like, it's seriously next to the road. It's not like you have to go off the main road at all. For the listener, Lindsay, I believe, clicked that link. Her mouth is and, and agape. Her, agape. Agape. <laughs> scary, you guys. It might, I mean, it dropped yeah, to the floor. Shocked, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is yeah, so it's a good one. I, 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 I want to believe it, so. Yeah. I also, um, just before you, because I want to hear the rest of it, but. Yeah, yeah. 365 website, I know I made jokes, but. This this article is pretty solid. Great. Pretty solid. Uh, this illustration of the scary story specialist, it's just a librarian named Jennifer Drinka. A plus. <laughs> that's a plus Photoshop work. Let me see. Let's scroll back down this here. Is five guys, look it up. It's pretty cool. Sorry, Richard. <laughs> no problem. Um, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I see it. That's pretty much all I found. I mean, apparently. On that website, she went to prairieghosts.com, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who like post their encounters. And there's a lot of stuff before, about that. Yeah. 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 So, apparently, a lot of you can look up White Cemetery on there and read more um, things that people say. But so, if you go back to my neighborhood that I grew up in, and now you go east, I always have to th- remember which one's west and which one's east, <laughs> just like left and right. I, I always forget. Um, <laughs> and you go east down Cuba Road, and you kind of take that closer to Long Grove, um, Illinois. Okay, scrolling, There is, <laughs> there's, I don't know if it still is, but there used to be a one lane bridge where you'd have to wait, Ooh, you know, one, yeah, one car could that. go at a time. And my, my English teacher told me, um, well, he told our class, there's one time he just randomly told us a couple ghost stories. <laughs> um, so he was my English teacher in high school and he grew up in Lake Zurich. And he told us the story, and this may be what I'm thinking of. Oh, his car didn't stall, but there was a stalled ghost car on the um, on the one lane bridge. I like that. I like that. 
that he saw that disappeared. Nice. Um, and then he also told us a story, which I can't remember so many of the details of, which is really frustrating, but I think it had to do with a ghost librarian in, in the stacks of a library nearby. I, you but, said this ghost librarian was stacked? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the one in Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Give you a good, uh, a good ghosty BJ. Um, so... <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. Living we talk dream. about that one all the time. Yeah. um but it was funny because i've heard that story before and then i found apparently there's also a website called hauntedplaces.org that that you can kind of look up things and i looked up lake zurich in there and it says they said along cuba road a phantom black car again phantom black car is said (laughs) to appear near a cemetery or an old house before vanishing away um trouble is that house burned down years ago this might also be more um, another thing with white cemetery, mm-hmm. but also along the road appears a ghost woman carrying a lantern who flies on motorists, blah, 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 blah. We talked about that. And then disappears when they stop for her. An apparition of a gangster chewing on a cigar has also been seen in driver's rearview mirrors. <laughs> the road is said to have been frequented by gangsters during the prohibition era. Uh-huh. So this is where I think um, some of the legends of white cemetery and this area of long grove kind of got intertwined because they sound very similar to me, but right. I think it's funny. <laughs> I like I the, that. I like chomping. The detail of a gangster chomping on a good yeah. yeah well and what you're talking about with <laughs> storytelling right and how things get spread and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah it's cool. I, I find it fascinating especially before you could just look look up like that was never an, an insane yeah. asylum what are you guys talking <laughs> yeah. about <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 which makes it all the more like believable when you're a kid because you can't see it from the road but if you go down the thing to see yeah. it you yeah. But would would I ever do that? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. No. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so th- so those are um that's Cuba Road. Uh that's where I grew up. Um I, another like I was telling you about my friend's mom who who was telling us about the haunted house they lived in. That was actually also in Lake Zurich. They were renting okay. it while they were waiting for their house to get built she was a baby. So this is my best friend. Like we've known each other since we were babies. We're still really good friends. Um, and yeah, they would say things like the furniture moving around, the dog barking mm. at nothing, like locked doors that would like swing open and stuff. Mm. And that they were renting it. So they weren't allowed to go into the attic and, and like, oh. <laughs> apparently like the, you know, it was like one of those things where it's yeah, like the, right. the owner keeping their stuff their there. Stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like the real estate agent, when they were looking at it, was acting all weird. But <laughs> when oh. they when when they were moving out and leaving, my my friend, who's you know like a toddler, is like waving at the house, and they're like, "Oh, you know, who are you? What are you waving at? Are you waving at the house?" She's like, "Well, it's people upstairs." Dude. No thanks. <laughs> In God, the attic. I, where yeah. we gotta go? Uh, yeah, so, so they could so hear. That was also is like this the same place where they could hear the furniture moving? Yeah, uh, upstairs. Yeah, in the, in the attic. And mm-hmm. they weren't. So even when they, they weren't allowed to go up there, maybe someone was just living up there. Right, <laughs> right. He just had another tenant. I love those stories. I mean, but I that's creepy stories. too. Like you know. Yeah. I never have a ghost. <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, right. oh my God, what is it? The, the, the not Maitlands. supernatural answer is is scarier. So. Yeah, right, right. It's much worse. <laughs> um, yeah. oh uh, 
I feel uh, like I was going to ask you something and then I lost it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I probably talked it, talked through it. No, man. It's just my brain <laughs> don't work so good no more. I'm uh, I'm astonished I've been able to put sentences together this whole time. I'm so tired. You're doing <laughs> it's been great. a week. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank um, you. What? Was I? Uh, fuck it. Never mind. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, if I remember, I'll remember. But like, I okay. feel like if I keep well, trying now, it's just gonna be bad. Yeah. If it comes to podcast, <laughs> let me know. But that's that's what I got for for where I grew up. Um. Okay. So yeah, unless unless you want to hear some, I have, I have a question about that house. Yeah. Did like did it just stay a rental? Like people just kept renting it. You know, I'm not sure. So it's one of those. How it's like. Kind of one of those older looking houses. I mean, it's the Midwest, so it's not like the, but it felt kind of more like um, East Coast. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like right on the corner of where our bus would have to turn to go to high school. So I remember mm. like us as freshmen sitting there and she'd be like, that's the house, that's the house. I'm like, oh my God, that's the haunted house. <laughs> and it was always there, but it never really looked like anyone was there like anyone lived there um, but so i don't i don't know if there <laughs> no one living yeah, yeah. living was there so, what do you mean yeah i'm not i don't follow <laughs> oh oh, uh, sorry. oh mm. um, no, it's okay it's okay <laughs> no i think so like it's also interesting i don't know just the idea like it's there's this lake that looks pretty sizable i mean i'm not good at I can't really tell how big it is from what, Google Lake, Maps. But... Lake Zurich? Yeah, like just the idea. Yeah. Like, it's like you know, a little lake, it's, and... but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like spirits. I don't know. I feel like there's like always energy around water There's something and about stuff water. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I guess it's usually yeah. moving water and not lakes as much. But still, I'm just really reaching yeah. for something to say. <laughs> I haven't heard myself talk in a no, while. Clearly, yeah. there's. Some, uh... I'm so I'm so sorry. You've been letting women talk for way uh, too long. <laughs> and it is, uh, it's the worst. Oh my God, <laughs> we gotta yes. get some. Yeah, oh, I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. Rachel, Gavin, do you remember Gavin. what intersection that happened? Oh saying. yeah. I write. Oh, so it would be. I write house histories like for a living, kind of not. Yeah. Wow, so, brag. <laughs> yeah, get a little research. Newspapers.com. Oh yeah, I have it. <laughs> so I, I want to say Midlothian, but it, that's before it turns into Midlothian. So I have to remember what it's called. Church and Street? yes, Church Street. So it's Church okay. Street, and where it hits like old old Bumblefuck um, Lane. Yeah, that was it. There's uh, so yeah, so Church Street and where it hits because Main Street, yeah. Oh, okay. Is that that goes? It's near Lake uh, Zurich Jewelers, like yeah, across from there. Maybe I wonder if this this might be it. One hundred eight East Main Street. That's it. That that white. It's got a. It's got a look to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can see it through the trees in that picture from Google Photo, but it's kind of got a like white and kind of got tears to it. Mm. Okay. Tears. Like, yeah. So cry. it might. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it's looking a little more, you know, nicer. Yeah, it's probably been, I remember it's probably been like gentrified at this point or something. Yeah. yeah. That, Taking those that ghosts out, but yeah, not not quite as abandoned as these two. There used to be this like really like this one. Um, property off of Cuba Road. Ooh, nice that, garage. I don't know what it used to be, but it, it there was like this barn, 
like everything had been taken down, but there was this barn that was just like slats and it looked like it was like two seconds away from like a, a light <laughs> yeah, breeze right <laughs> over. I'm like, what is it still doing there? I think they finally took it down and put up like a nicer barn <laughs> sure, <laughs> that could be sure. used as like a community center or something. But yeah. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is like a little four square or something. I can't really Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, you know. I'm still looking for it, but don't worry about it. I'm just. It was, it oh, I dropped nice you a Google Maps link in the chat. Thanks. I'm nice like. Place to grow up. Good, good with tech. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the guy this week. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm crew. I've been following along on this map the whole time. It's been a delight. <laughs> I find it helps to for visual, to yeah. visualize it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like right there on like. With a hipped roof gable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would technically be like downtown Lake Zurich if you you know which is like a couple buildings it's not really right much of a of a downtown area yeah, as far as like, like even, a little downtown a little main yeah street. well like I feel like Barrington and Arlington Heights have like really nice downtowns with like good restaurants and stuff this is just like you know I'd go to the music store there for Stuff. They got, little, <laughs> they got an Italian it. place. Oh, wait, what is that one called? Uh, the, um, De Piero's. De Piero's. De Piero. oh, I had, they had that good cracker thin crust pizza. Ooh, Ooh, so good. Model. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. House. yeah, that house is mine. Yeah, you could die. Like <laughs> this you, is cute. This is a cute little it's main street. And then, and so, and then on Lake old. Zurich, there used to be this really cool old like historic hotel that had been turned mm. into some restaurants that they took down and put up some of those like everything looks the same townhouses and right. it's just like yeah, oh, it's such a bummer yeah and there was like across from that used to that's be the JD. scariest thing you've told us this whole yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> across from it used to be jj twigs which is another really good like thin crust pizza place it's one of those uh... where you could like eat the peanuts and then throw the shells on the ground and just crush them and <laughs> just, stuff and but then nice. it burned down too many fucking peanut shells on the ground probably yeah. those are flammable <laughs> man yeah. go well, right up funny. yeah and then they moved to another location i would do like open mic nights there it Ooh. was kind of weird but yeah well, okay. thanks, thanks for not joining me on Old Lang Syne, uh, by the way. Just everybody oh, yeah. leaving me hanging. Uh, well, I didn't know that was <laughs> the plan. <laughs> wow. Get all the glory for this. <laughs> yeah, all the glory. Uh -huh. I'm known for I, my singing I, voice. <laughs> yeah, and I sang for three hours this morning, so Ooh. I am sung out today at choir rehearsal. So Time for some throat coat. <laughs> yeah, I was about to drink some before before this, so but I, I needed more caffeine, so I had coffee and stuff. Oh, I just had myself <laughs> a little cup of peppermint peak, you know, with my little crushed up candy yeah. cane trademark <laughs> move. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Getting yeah. jacked up. Mm -hmm. yeah. I put some peppermint bark in my coffee. Really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any That's milk or anything too, genius. or just the peppermint bark? No, because I went to get the milk out of the fridge and it wasn't in there. Oh, boy. We have milk replenished. Somebody's in trouble. Those milk gnomes coming around, <laughs> taking all your milk. Ooh, milk gnomes. I feel like that's a euphemism for boobs I haven't heard before. <laughs> milk gnomes. Because, <laughs> like, the pointy hat. got some great milk gnomes. Oh, baby, look at the milk yeah. gnomes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it work, guys. Let's make that one stick. I feel like we got something there. Sorry, I, you can you uh, can make another 
one of those things, those emotes for our oh, Discord group. Yeah, there you go. It's like a gnome that looks like a titty. Yeah, I think I could probably. I mean, I definitely yeah, don't already like have that type of drawing laying around. I, uh, I could definitely make one if you wanted me to. I don't, I don't have a folder on my desktop yeah. right now that's labeled. I mean, it might not take me, like boob a picture. Days. It's not like I have it yeah, on me yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> I'll just uh, change the metadata to a future date, and that way it won't be weird if anyone looks at it. Yeah, man. Well, that was awesome. I this is fun. I got. I kind of want to visit Lake Zurich now and uh, maybe stay in the haunted house, get a little pizza, walk around a little main street. You know. Yeah. If you if you do, let me know. My my parents left, but my friend's still near there. Ooh. um, I'm down in the Chicago area all the time. I got a nice friend who saw the boy ghost, or the friend who lived in the house. Uh, Actually, the friend who lived in the house, she now lives kind of. I think technically, is it technically Naperville? No, Naperville is a completely different city <laughs> on the west side of Chicago. <laughs> what am I thinking? It's technically Kildare, but it's it's like right there, kind of close to, to where huh. the high school is. So Pretty she lives there now. Yeah, it looks like a nice, nice little. I don't know. The whole area. Yeah, it was, you know, a lot of green. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's always nice, and and. It, Good public school, so I liked growing up there. But and Cuba Marsh is very cool. Despite- I always, I, I always like that being like right across the street from yeah from the neighborhood and place to. So yeah, next time I can talk about where I live now and some of um and how I, and how it was, um, I feel like brought to me by 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 my my spirit team mm. and. Uh, and uh kind of meant to be so Hmm. maybe next time i can talk about that and some of the you know signs i get from my late husband things like that yeah Um, i saw a cardinal out of my kitchen door today it was just like flew and landed right on my little uh the railing on our back patio and it was a real like a big plump one you know like a real cutie Uh, all all plumped up for the winter oh my god the best so my husband James, he really loved cardinals. He thought they were like a good omen. So now whenever I see one, I'm like, oh, it's James. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Did you get? Uh, well, what? well, no, it's not. Did Did you get a tattoo, or are you yeah. going to? Okay, I no, I have one on have on my back. That's a nice. male and female cardinal. Nice. Yeah. Very classy. Very classy. I love a good yeah. bird illustration. <laughs> Bird, like, I know, I feel like it's one of those things, like socks, where, like, when you're young, you're not, you don't like it, you don't care, you're not interested, like, you, you get socks for Christmas, it's a bummer, and now if I get socks now, for Christmas, I'm it's like, a great gift. yes, like, this is awesome. Yeah. I know. Oh, my God, and I'm always losing one. And Costco then, you know. has some pretty good wool, <laughs> like, ones right now, again. They were gone Costco's for, like, a year. Socks, yeah. good underwear. Ooh, underwear. tell me more. <laughs> Oh, the best, honestly, the best underwear okay. I've ever worn. All right. And they're okay. not ugly. Now, I can get into that. I, I feel like, care that much, but I'm just saying. I just blast holes right through them on the first wear. So if I can get them for cheaper, you know. In the butt? Yeah. <laughs> no, not the front, the back. Yeah. You just fart holes right <laughs> through them. Just... <laughs> you gotta get those charcoal pads. That's, or, you know, yeah. those things that you can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. Um, 
Well, I think. Oh, go ahead, Daniel. No, I was just gonna say birds. You know, like I, I fucking yeah. like obsessed with birds, birds now. <laughs> like, yep. when, I don't know. It's I like when I turned thirty, I, I like just be yeah. terrified of birds, and oh. I'm still a little scared. Like if I, like if I got too close to one, I'd be like, mm, yeah. it's gonna kill me, Ge- or like, like a Canada goose out. or something. You don't want to fuck with oh, those, those guys. big. Oh, those meanies. are scary. Yeah. yeah, or like I remember I was in you know at some zoo where you could go into like this area that had a bunch of those like little love birds oh, like, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. bunch of them in there i was like yeah, I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not going in there but i could go into the one that had like a toucan like one sure. toucan i'm like okay i could keep my eye on that one mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah but yeah, now i just oh i just think they're so cool to see yeah. and so beautiful and yeah. there's so many I like different ones like it's wild i don't know and i i think part of it maybe is like having kids and then like my kids got really into dinosaurs and so I'm reading a lot of dinosaur books that are like, no, literally birds are dinosaurs. They are. Like they yeah, are the same just, <laughs> like not, branch yeah, of the little, tr- little Yeah. Ones, and I'm like, or oh, big ones. Yeah. yeah I could, that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Do you know what a cassowary looks like? Have you ever I looked that up? I think I do. They're like kind of low to the ground, dark, like blackish feathers. Maybe. They're as big as like um, an emu or an ostrich. Yeah. And they've got these big, like, yeah. mm-hmm. helmet things. They're gnarly. And so when I studied abroad in Australia, they're there. And you'd see signs for them because people would hit them. And they'd be on, like, the side of the road. No. And they'd, like, total your car. Yeah, huge. right. And they're also supposed to be, like, get really... back up after getting hit. Yeah. Be, like, really aggressive. But, yeah, they are... They look just, they look oh, like a, a dinosaur. Shit. Yeah, insane. it has like a velociraptor claw on yeah. the one, thir- one toe. Yeah, they've got these like talons and uh-huh. yeah, it's, they are, ooh, yeah, Ugh. they're scary ones. Feet of a southern cassowary. Cassowaries use their feet as weapons. Yes, I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Whew. those are, those are some gnarly birds. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, when I think of how birds are dinosaurs, I think about that bird and I'm like, yeah, that is a, di- that is, that is right. a velociraptor. Yeah, actually pretty much. bigger than what a velociraptor actually right. was, or like turkey sized. Yeah. Oh my God. Ooh. Well. On the next episode of Ghoul Talk. Rachel? You're back? I'm of the Midwest. Never confuse Indiana with any one of the other. Any, oh, it's not him. But it's very coincidental, and sometimes some people say there are no coincidences. So I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you said. I don't understand. I don't know if we're going to make it through this. The podcast has never been through anything this hard. 
ghoul talk? Ghoul talk? More like fool talk. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Please don't sue me, Disney.